Today's show is sponsored by the Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bonded and Bourbon. I'm Armand. I'm here with the lovely Samara. How are you doing today, baby? I'm good. How are you? I am really, really busy. This weather is cold. I love the look of fall. I do not love the feel of it. It's been raining out there, hasn't it? It started raining on Sunday night. It is now uh, Tuesday morning. It has not stopped raining. Wow. Wow. And they say it may not stop raining until there's a 90% chance of rain the rest of, the rest of today and a 50% chance for tomorrow. So it may not stop raining until tomorrow afternoon. Well, you know, I'm over here in LA and it is 80s, mid 70s, high 80s. Um, but I've actually been stuck in the house for the past five days just because the air quality is so bad out here. Um, so, you know, our hearts and prayers, yeah, the fires are really bad. Um, and we're about 30 minutes South, maybe 40 minutes South of the Malibu area. And I mean, I just, at the moment I walk outside, my throat closes up. So, um, I had some really bad allergy flare ups over the weekend. So I've just been holed up in the house and until, you know, we get the, the notice that the air quality is better then I'll, I'll go outside. So. Well, yeah, definitely our hearts and prayers go out to the families, uh, particularly those that have lost uh, loved ones in both the Northern California fire, the Camp Fire, they called it, uh, and the one down down there, down there. Yeah. So definitely going to keep keep those guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's a lot of devastation out here. It's just a lot of, yeah, I really feel bad for um, everyone who has lost their homes or who can't even gain access to their homes. So. I'm definitely sending a, a prayer to them. You know, and it's right before the holidays. It's Thanksgiving. It's next week. So this is a really yeah, hard time, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I mean, and, and we've got to, you know, we're going to transition into doing uh, doing our tasting. But, you know, we do always keep uh, keep those people in, in front yeah. of mind. And so um, we will. So what are we going to be uh, tasting today? Well, today we are doing Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Well, I'm excited to dive into that. Decided to do something with wild turkey since we're getting close to Thanksgiving. Yeah, turkey, turkey. Uh, and so we are going to take a quick break and then we'll jump right back into our tasting of Wild Turkey Rare Breed. This is Bonded and Bird.
Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Faith Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon cannot have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added, and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouth-watering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Staven Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about. The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50 milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here about to dive into Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Babe, won't you tell everybody a little bit about it? So Wild Turkey is, um, you know, that's the Russell family. And um, this is Rare Breed is one of their newer releases. It came out about mm, 10 years ago, I guess. And um, this is from, you know, great master distiller, Jimmy Russell. And it is 116.8 proof. This is considered their barrel proof wild turkey. And um, it's a blend between of uh, the six, the eight, and the 12 year old uh, bur- bourbons that they have, the barrels that they have, and their Rickhouses. So this mm. is, um, you know, wild turkey is really known for. Uh, low proof entries because they actually wanted to they wanted to come in lower so they don't have to put in a lot of water towards the back end of the um, bottling process so they come in at a lower proof and they let these barrels just sit and rest in the sun so that's why it's really interesting that you can have something that is 12 years old and it still comes out at only 112 proof barrel proof not having anything added to it so um so this is um this like thanksgiving i guess you can kind of say it's like a turkey like you just cook it low and slow so this is what this (laughs) so this is exactly the way they they have done this so um let's you know let's not you know talk more about it everybody knows everybody about the russells everybody loves the russells so um and just adores them they're a great family and so let's just dive right on in and get to tasting this amazing bourbon all right well before we taste let's talk about the appearance what did you think about the appearance of the bottle and the the juice so you know it's it's this bright orange reddish you know 
amber glow in this like this just juice is just um has an amazing color on it um so i absolutely you know this this whiskey looks amazing it looks so inviting um it's got the iconic turkey on it and you know it's 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 different from the traditional bottles for rare breed and i actually like that i like the fact that you know you've got your traditional wild turkey one-on-one labeling and all of that but for wild turkey's higher end um products their bottling does get a little more creative and more fun and exciting so this one definitely stands out um, especially next to like kentucky spirit or their master's keep series um so this one you know you automatically know what it is when you see it so uh, it's fine with me what did you think i really like the bottle uh particularly the label i love the print of uh jimmy russell's signature on the label um that we have well you know that is that's his personal signature he signed my bottle you have my bottle never see it so he signed that for me so for those of you you that are listening do not hit us up on social media saying that you went to get a bottle of rare breed and it didn't have jimmy's signature on it so it must have got you do not do that so uh (laughs) (laughs) no he actually signed my bottle The signature is so I love the signature of our personal bottle, um, and I do love the uh, I do love the, the the turkey, the image of the turkey. I love the fact that it's emphasized that it's barrel proof. I love that it also mentions that it's a number four char on the barrel. It does mention that yeah. on the label and very precise on the proof, one hundred sixteen point eight. It says uh, on the proof, yep. so. I thought the, the in terms of the bourbon, uh, I, I, I agreed with you. I thought it was a you know a, a nice amber color, very uh, very inviting. Made me certainly want to take it to the nose, uh, which I then did, and was just really really blown away uh, with the nose. Got a lot like crunched much on the nose, almost um, mm-hmm. very nutty, mm-hmm. um, but also got you know kind of that coffee and that sweetness uh that you get so um was very inviting to me on the nose what about you so i thought the nose was light but it's interesting you said crunch and munch i don't really know what that is like i have to think back and i actually have to taste that i don't know what it is i said peanut brittle (laughs) and citrus (laughs) so um (laughs) sorry i didn't eat cereal as a kid like my so crunch and munch to clarify crunch and munch is kind of it's like it's kind of like cracker jack so it's like popcorn okay. that's mixed with mixed with peanuts and caramel and toffee and it's all kind of mixed up and served in a box or a bag so, so it's kind of similar. i thought you meant Crack, like captain jack. crunch so i've never had captain no. crunch nor have i had crunch and munch but oh, that's no, really interesting <laughs> You need to get your life. <laughs> Sorry, I was so, I was I was a very sheltered child, um, yeah. <laughs> but I picked up peanut brittle, which I think kind of goes along with that toffee and 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 peanutty flavor that you could possibly pick up in a crunch and munch. Is that it? Uh-huh. Okay, so that's what I got. Um, I also immediately I picked up citrus though. 
I, I picked up orange rinds immediately. Um, but then after I kind of let it sit and breathe and open up a little bit, that's when I started to get the maple and the baking spices. And then also that peanut brittle um, aroma came through for me. Um, okay. And so on the taste, this is, you know, this, I, can you get me some crunchy munch next time I'm in Atlanta? I get there on Friday. So I need you to find some crunch and munch for me. Somebody send me some crunch and munch, please. So, so um, on um, the taste, surprisingly enough, I said citrus, of course, buttered corn, Cracker Jacks. Um, and on that back end, I picked up like mint. There's something green, something herbal on the back end that I picked up. So I I, I think it's mint. Um, but w- the taste is bold. I mean, this is like a firecracker thrown in your mouth. Um, and, you know, I had to, I tasted this three different ways. This is the first bourbon that I've actually had to sit down and taste three different ways to really pull out all of the flavors um, that come out of this. Um, so I tasted it neat and that's what I got. I got, you know, all of that. Then I turned around and I put a little bit of water in it and I was able to pull out more of that corn and that popcorn flavor through uh, water by adding, I added two drops of water to it. And then it has still a ton of cinnamon in it. And, um, and then I tried it another way. So I drank a lot of this last night. I, I had to, um, which is good and bad, but, um, and so then I had it again over ice. And with that one, I got this amazing smooth butterscotch and like rich caramel flavor came out with it over ice. Um, so yeah, so this is a complex bourbon. It's like, there's a lot going on with this one. What did you think? Yeah, I agree with that, especially with the complexity. I uh, I only tasted it neat, but interestingly enough, so my notes here, I have butterscotch. Mm. Uh, I got salted caramel, uh, light cinnamon, and toffee. So, um, you know, everything that you mentioned as you were going through, you know, the drops of water, a little bit of rice, a little bit neat, and the things that you were pulling out. I, I was able to pull all of those and get all of those out uh, in the neat with the neat tasting. Right. I found it to be really complex. Uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, not very often. I can't think of too many uh, bourbons where I can that they have brought salted caramel to mind. Mm. You definitely get definitely get caramel in a lot of different uh, different bourbons, but that the, the little. Uh, the salt, the light bitterness of the salt um, really comes through. And I think it really, really adds a lot of flavor uh, to the to, to the bourbon. I think that the butterscotch is a, is a continuation of the crunch and munch, kind of the, the, the toffee mm-hmm. and all that. But And I'm actually not a fan of butterscotch as a flavor, but I really did enjoy it here. Right when it was with all of the other, uh, mixed with all of the other flavors. So I thought that it tasted wonderful, um, very much a kind of a, a carnival-like feel, yeah. uh, I would say, in terms of how, how, it, how it impacts your palate. Uh, and that even continues on into the mouthfeel. I found it to be a kind of a, it was medium, medium to heavy body, uh, very full feeling, uh on on the tongue so in terms of how it washed over your mouth it wasn't 
it wasn't super heavy uh, on the mouth, but it was pretty heavy uh, on your on your actual tongue. And so I think that's a good thing. That's kind of what you want when you're drinking something that's a high mm-hmm. proof. And so I really enjoyed the mouthfeel. I thought it was uh, quite ideal. Actually. Right. And so uh, what did you think about it? And, you know, the mouthfeel was pleasant for me. Um, honestly, like as far as like the, the liquid and like the consistency, right, of the of the bourbon, that was that was fine. It was just medium, like everything else we've ever, you know, it's it was average. That's a better word. It was an average mouthfeel for me. But as far as, you know, and, and perhaps it's because, you know, my senses are really heightened and really and actually very sore um, because of all of the air quality here. But I mean, that 116, it just burned. It burned my throat. It burned my mouth. It burned everything, you know. So it's like, so I, so the 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 bourbon itself, the liquid itself was fine. It was an average mouthfeel with that, but just the overall experience was a lot. It was really intense for me, which is why I said, okay, let me try and put a little bit of water in this. Let me see if I can take some of that sting out, and then let me put it over a block of ice to let me see if that'll take some of that sting out too. So, um, and I am kind of, you know, I, my score does reflect giving some leniency to that, just because my um, my senses are are very off and just completely they've been beaten up for the past few days over here in LA. So. Um, you about to have Jimmy call and saying you got to do a whole nother review now. After hey, your- Jimmy, I will come to Louisville and we can you can we can do the tasting together. Um, I just got to get out of this this uh, this wildfires is they're killing my throat. So, um, um, for me on the finish, I found that I, so in the finish is where I got that mintiness that you talked about. It was really kind mm-hmm. of a um, kind of a spearmint almost. Yeah, um, and I get I did absolutely get that on the finish. I would describe it as the finish as being medium to long. Um, it does sit with you with a while, a little while. Uh, it's a little spicy, but not. It was not overpowering for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was very complimentary to uh, the to the the wide array of flavor that I got in the middle and the front of my palate. So. I really enjoyed the finish. Uh, I thought it was very good. So um, I'm trying to think if, if anything else, any other notes on the finish for me. Like I said, you got you got your Kentucky hug. Uh, yeah. It stayed, I, got, I would say medium to, medium to long finish with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More so than even some of the other higher proofs that we've done. And I was thinking, you know, like, this is this is perfect for this time of year, except if you live in LA and it's still 80 degrees. But Chicago, it snowed in Chicago. It snowed in DC over the weekend. It's raining in Atlanta. Like it's actually cold in real parts of the world. So yeah. or in real parts of the country. So this is the type of bourbon that you have during this type of season. You know, like that long, warm hug. I think it's yep. welcomed, you know, around the holidays. And it's welcomed when you can you know, hang out with friends in front of the fire and it's cold outside and you're all snuggled up. Like that's when I really don't mind a long, hot finish. Um, It just can't be, you know, it's hard for me to have that enjoyable experience here and it's 80 degrees outside and it's like (laughs) 110 degrees in my mouth. You know, it's just, it doesn't feel good. (laughs) So, 
Look at you. So I think uh, for a high proof <laughs> bourbon, I might actually have a better score for the taste in, in the finish than you would have, which will be a first. So <laughs> stay tuned. On the other side of the break, we'll come back. We'll give our scores. We'll see if Armand has rated a high proof bourbon higher than Samara. Oh, we'll be back. This is Bonded in Bourbon. <laughs> Hey, babe, there's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips? We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already? The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up and to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do? Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at neworleansbourbonfestival.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back to Bonded in Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. We have been tasting wild turkey, rare breed, and we are about to get into our scores. So, Samara, why don't you start off with the appearance? So, you know, the appearance is is iconic and, you know, it's easily identifiable. Um, I gave it an eight. I just love the color, that just the rich, bold, orange, cinnamon color of this bourbon is very inviting. And um, yeah, eight. What do you think? So I really should give it a 10 because it is signed by Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, but that wouldn't be really objective because every bottle that we taste is not going to be signed by the master distiller. So uh, I also gave it an eight on the appearance. I really thought the bottle was very nice, very well done. The label in particular, I think is very well done. I think that the bourbon with the, as you described, amber glow is very inviting. And the, you know, your tasting starts with your sight. The first thing you do is you see the bottle. And so, and you see the, you see the bourbon, you do that before you smell it, you know, before you do it, unless you're doing a blind tasting. And so, um, I thought that it was, it was very good. So I gave it an eight on the nose. I gave it a nine Really on the nose. And that was because I really love the, uh, crunch and munch, uh, that really kind of jumped the nuttiness of it. It was very inviting. I really, really uh, enjoyed that. I really have so no idea what this Crunch and Munch stuff about. is. I know. I, like, now <laughs> I have to go down the, with, like, the candy aisle? Like, where do I even find Crunch and Munch? It's down the snack aisle with the chips and the Tostitos and the popcorn <laughs> and all the other stuff. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go get some Crunch and Munch. I, mean, I, I have can to figure out what this is. 
we'll get some crunching munch next week when you're here. So. Okay. But yeah, so what did you think on the nose? Did you give your so you gave it a nine because it smells like it smells snacks. it was it smells like crunch it smells like a sweet and salty snack. <laughs> I gave it a seven <laughs> because <Okay. laughs> I thought it was light. You know, I thought it was light. It wasn't it wasn't bold. It wasn't, you know, knock your dead in your face on the on the aroma. Um, but I, I, I thought it was light, but that citrus was there. The citrus, um, and the peanut brittle, the baking spices, all of that was there, but it does come off, especially for it to be hundred and sixteen proof. Um, I thought it came off to be pretty on the light side, so what about the taste? So for the taste, I gave it an eight. Um, I actually enjoyed my experience of tasting it three different ways and really being able to come up with all of these different uh, flavor notes. So I love the fact that you can get citrus and mint, but also Cracker Jack and buttered corn. Um, and then in another sitting, you can get butterscotch, you know, and when I put the water in it, I got a lot, I got a lot of that oak, that oak flavor, that woodsy flavor came out. So um, the fact that, you know, it was pretty complex. So and you know what? I'll change my score. I said eight originally. Just now, after explaining all of that, I'll give it a nine on the taste. I think this is the uh, first time ever I'm changing my score on air. Okay. I don't know if we're allowing score changes live on air. Like, I did it. I, I did it. All right. Well, I also gave it a nine. You did. See? Yes, I did. We can have the same score, babe. It's okay. Well, my score was the original nine. And so I love the butterscotch notes, even though I do not like butterscotch. I will never eat a butterscotch candy, mm -hmm. but I love the butterscotch note on this bourbon, nice. especially when it's combined with the salted caramel, the light notes of cinnamon, the toffee, all of that together really 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 excited my pal just really just got me you know really got me excited about drinking this and you know i'm not everybody knows i'm not super into the high proofs but uh this one had i felt the complexity of a lot of my you know 92 to 99s that i like in terms of the bouquet of flavor mm -hmm. so i gave it a nine on the taste uh, then on the mouthfeel, I actually gave it a 10 on the mouthfeel. Really? I mean, this, well, for, for, for me personally, this is how I want my whiskey to feel in my mouth. So for me, I mean, obviously, all of our scores are somewhat subjective. Um, but how this is exactly how I want whiskey to feel in my mouth. And so uh, from the medium body, but... It was it, it was medium kind of on the sides and the top of my mm -hmm. mouth, but on my tongue it was kind of kind of it was kind of thick and meaty, and so I really enjoyed that. That's if I was to describe perfectly how I want the, my whiskey, my bourbon, my scotch, how I want it to feel in my mouth. This is it. So I gave it a ten on the mouthfeel. What about you? I gave it a seven. I thought it was okay. I thought okay. it was an average mouthfeel. It wasn't anything that was super thick or viscous. Um, and, you know, really just that, that whole cinnamon spice and high heat just completely 
kind of overtook my palate. Um, and I really do, you know, I, I, I do admit my throat and my, uh, my whole entire nasal cavity is completely inflamed and it's been swollen for days now. So I do kind of, you know, I'm trying to give a little bit of concession towards that and not charge it against the bourbon, but, um, I think it was just okay. That heat was just really, um, it was a lot. It was really intense. And, you know, that goes along with the finish. That heat is just, a. I mean, it's a long finish. It's a long finish. It's, it, it's all of that kicking chicken, all of that kicking turkey in there. Um, and, you know, so I also gave that a seven too. That Kentucky hug was long and it was definitely warm. So if you live on the East Coast, this is a great bourbon for this time of year. Um, out here, it's just, it's, it's not that time yet. It's not that time to be burning your chest. Like I, for, like yesterday I was like, I could possibly grow hair right now. That's how. I so I gave it an eight on the finish. Um, I thought the finish was medium to long stayed, uh, maybe a touch longer than I would have liked. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was, I still thought it was very good. I got this, I got a little spearmint. Uh, on the finish as well, that mintiness that you mentioned that earlier, uh, yeah. I got that on the finish, and that's actually I found to be refreshing uh, and so and unique. It's not something that I've really gotten uh, mm-hmm. before uh, from as I've tasted. So I I enjoyed the finish. Like I said, maybe it was a little too long. It tasted it tasted uh, very good though, and so I gave it an eight on the finish. So. What did you end up with for your final score? 38. Now that I've edited my score, I came up with 38. What about you? All right. Well, I actually gave it a 44. And wow. so that would uh, that would be combined. We do a 44 to 38. That's an 82. Wow. That's an 82. No. Yep. That's an 82. Yep. So that's a really, really good score. Yeah, that is a great score. Yeah, yeah. so um, I think Yeah, and I'm just impressed. You are really loving the high-proof bourbon, so I think I've converted you. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm converted. There are probably a few. We, we managed the ones the ones that we tasted <laughs> recently, right, were our own bourbon, which, of course, we love. And then, obviously, you know, if it's Jimmy Russell's, you know, high-proof selection, then you know, I, I'm not saying that you know, you could ship me a bunch of 120, 125, 330 proof, and I would just be in hog heaven. I still like my 92s and 99. I just feel like they have so much more in terms of just all the different bouquets of flavors that I'm able to pick up. And that just may be a function of my palate. And uh, to all the listeners out there, of course, there's no there's no wrong way or right way in yeah. terms of what you taste. Whatever you taste is, is, is what's in there, because the truth of the matter is it's just what is whiskey and whiskey and wood right well and also yeah, that's a good point to mention up again that four level char that four level char definitely has impact on this whiskey and wood though you know oh yeah so, so that yep. definitely comes through in the in the long finish and that heat is is that's yep. all char Okay, yeah. so what are we taking yeah. next week with us? So I'm coming to every hi everybody. So I'm coming to Atlanta to see you this weekend, and then we're driving to. Sorry, I had to 
refocus so people know I'm talking to them, not you. Um, <laughs> so I'm flying to Atlanta to see you, Armand. And then we are driving over to Hilton Head for our Thanksgiving together. Late, yay, I can see my bay again. Um, but what are we taking with us on our road trip? Uh, not quite sure. No, we're taking our own, uh, the maker's private select barrel. No, we're taking some of that. Um, right. We could take this. We could take this with the rare breed. I'm thinking. I think we should take this. Uh, I'm thinking something interesting, something like creative, something like like one of the High West or the Angels Envy Rye. Even. Ooh. Uh, <gasps> I don't want to share my Angels Envy Rye. Look at you being stingy with the family. Sorry. Um, so yeah, we can take something those. You know, I would take Calumet pretty much wherever I go if I could. Uh, so we could always take the Calumet. Uh, and then, of course, you know, my dad is going to be bringing his steady, uh, you know, his David Nicholson. Yeah. And so maybe we'll do, he maybe, loves some David maybe Nicholson. We'll do a, a, a tasting of David Nicholson with him while we're there and have him uh, yeah. talk about it. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. No guarantees, guys, but maybe. Depends on how he feels. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. I actually have, because um, we visited uh, Lux Row, their new distillery up in Louisville, um, when I was with Camp Runamuck mm-hmm. in September or in August, mm-hmm. September, one of those months. So beautiful, beautiful facility. Yeah. Like one of the most gorgeous distilleries I've seen. And it's brand new. I'd love to do a tasting on David Nicholson. Yeah. That would be great. I definitely want to make it up to Luxor eventually. And then, you know, my dad is partial because it's bottled in St. Louis. And so, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so he, he'll be, he'll have that with him. So. We're looking forward to a, okay. good, a good week with family, and hopefully all of you guys will uh, also be surrounded by family and be taking time to be thankful for uh, for what you have. We're all blessed. So, Yep, okay. life, health, and wealth. Yep, that's a good toast to life, health, and wealth. Yeah, so, well, babe, why don't you tell everybody how they can reach us? Oh, um, so before we do that, just wanted to say quick announcement. Our Maker's Barrel did so well that we're going to do a re-release in March. A total re-release? Or we're doing a... A half barrel re-release. But I think it's going to end up being a full barrel re-release. But we'll talk more (laughs) about that next week. Just so you know, go to the website, blackbourbonsociety.com slash support if you want to go ahead and secure that bottle now. Under the half yeah. barrel, but that is the half yeah. barrel is almost and so, yeah. You so. guys got about you guys probably got about the rest of this week to get your uh, get your to get, get your half barrel, <laughs> right? So, I think it's gonna yeah. be a full barrel re release, but um, we'll yeah. talk about it next yeah. week. While y'all are waiting on that <laughs> on that full barrel announcement, which might never happen, go get your bottle for this. So, <laughs> don't be don't, don't be late because people were late. For the last one, and we did this right. half barrel they were late. for the people that were late. They and were what late. happened is a bunch of people that bought in the first round just bought more. And so now you're going to risk being late right. and being out. And we're not going to keep releasing these barrels because then it's going to be. No, we're not going to do and this then it's again. Gonna be, everybody has it. Yeah. So we want to maintain some exclusivity. Uh, we right. want to maintain, you know, we want to maintain that. So uh, get, your, get your bottles now. Because yeah. then. Yeah, because then makers will have to put us on the payroll or something. We just right. can't keep right. <laughs> selling makers work. 
<laughs> okay, where do you find us online? At um, Bonded and Bourbon Podcast on Instagram, at Black Bourbon Society on Instagram and Facebook. And I promise I'm going to get our website up this week. I promise it will be up and running. <laughs> we'll give that to you when it's up, when it's up to. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we- also reach out to us also wait, wait wait also reach out to us if you'd like to advertise on our show we have very reasonable rates and um we are the fastest growing bourbon show on the abv network so thank you all to our listeners and supporters we appreciate you continue to listen and tell all your friends and family about us and uh yeah we'll see you next week all right this has been bonded in bourbon Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Still Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it. And they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.